This is 5 Minutes to Change Your Life. My name is Joanne Mallon. I'm an author and coach. I love helping people to make wee changes that make a massive difference in their lives. Give me 5 minutes of your time today. Just might change your life. Hello there. So we are talking about mental health today with author Brian Sachetta, who joins us from Boston. Brian's the author of a series of two books that go by the title Get Out of Your Head. And they are about different ways that we can deal with anxiety and depression. Our old favourites, if only they would just be gone. Alas, it is not that simple as we know. So you can find out more about that on Brian's website, which is getoutofyourhead.com. So Brian has a background in computer science and his work draws parallels between computer systems and our minds and shows how we can use that to work out practical ways to overcome anxiety and develop better mental health. Now, for me, a lot of this is about how the input we give ourselves directly affects the output that we get. And we have choices about the input that we give ourselves. You're not just stumbling blindly through life. We all have choice and agency with regards to how we spend our time. And if you don't like the output that you're getting, then the obvious thing is to change the input. So perhaps for today, be a wee bit more aware of what's happening in your life, because that's your input and the effect that that has on how you feel, that is your output. Because from that basis, I think you'll get a clearer picture of what needs to change tomorrow. Here's Brian. There's a concept in computer science that, oddly enough, can help us in the psychological department, and it's called the state machine. Now, I'm sure most of you aren't familiar with this term, but that's totally okay. I'll break it down here, then show you how it applies to mental health. When we look under the hood of computer programs, we see that just about all of them are listening out for changes in any of the data inputs they manage. Such inputs could come from a whole host of different places or sources, including keystrokes, mouse clicks, button taps, or the passage of time. Yet no matter the origin, Each of these changes supplies information to the system at hand, forcing it to process or make sense of said data. As that system or program completes such a task, it updates its internal configuration as necessary, also known as its state. The reason it does so is that software applications run mostly on top of state machines, which are basically guidebooks that dictate how and when said applications should act, as well as the ways they'll navigate from one configuration to another. To make this notion a bit clearer, let's jump into a simple example. Let's say you're on the internet trying to sign up to use a new website. Before creating your account, that site will need some personal information from you, such as your name, email address, and password. Until you provide those details, the site will remain in what we'll call an incomplete state and prevent you from creating your account. However, as soon as you enter all the required info, the site will make note of that move to a new state, which we'll refer to as complete, then activate a button indicating that you're now good to click and proceed to the next page. Okay, so I imagine we've got all that down, yet still our original inquiry remains. Just what does all this have to do with mental health? 
Let's answer that question now. Specifically, it shows us that complex systems have instruction manuals that tell them what to do under certain conditions. And, since our bodies and minds are intricate systems themselves, that means we run on top of state machines too, even if we don't realize it yet. The best part about that fact, though, is that unlike computers, we get to control the script, at least for the most part. In other words, we can create our own instruction manuals outlining how we get in and out of various emotional states. Such tools are vital on our mental health journeys, for when we're not feeling like ourselves, we can turn to them and ask, what are some of the ways by which I could break out of the fearful or downhearted state in which I currently find myself? For example, when I'm anxious, I like to either walk around the block, go to the gym, or do some deep breathing. Each of these simple strategies is something I've listed on my own state machine, the one I regularly return to in order to evade negative and disempowering mindsets. Of course, there are days when it's harder to remember to utilize such state-based diagrams than others, but still, each time we do remember, we give ourselves a much better chance of returning to baseline quickly. So, with this concept at your disposal, I now ask, what are some of the emotional states in which you frequently find yourself? How do you normally behave in them, and what are some of the ways you could enter or exit them? As you answer those questions, you'll begin to understand your own inner workings. And better yet, you'll compile all the information you need to create your own state machine, one you can leverage during challenging moments to manage your internal configuration and carry on once more.